We are I. I believe it's widely known and probably generally accepted that I'm a a harsh critic of our so-called healthcare system and doctors in general and the practice and what what I believe that's morphed into, what this practice is morphed into. And, you know, I think the one of the biggest problems with this is, is because information and study changes so much. I realize that healthcare to me now means two things. One we're all just test subjects of the day, you know, because again, it was only what we one look at it about 50 years ago that doctors, maybe 60 years ago, that doctors were prescribing cigarettes to be able to help calm people down. Like just stop and think about that for a, sec- for a second. So that's the advice that they gave people at, at the time. And then we always give them this, you know, this little carve out, this caveat that says, well, that's the only thing that we knew at that time and that information was correct. And it's like, well, well, yeah, yeah. But the only thing that still just makes us test subjects because we don't know absolutely. And until we know absolutely and can we ever know absolutely how to be able to cure ailments and what is right and what is wrong and what are the causes and then what are the effects the whole time along there were just test subjects because if you generally look at healthcare outside of setting a bone outside of some of these things that are very generalized like doctors are really just fucking rolling your dice that's that's really what they're doing. And you hope, like, you hope that not only the doctor that you see tries to stay as current as possible, but then they're also open-minded enough to be able to know that their profession, their knowledge changes every couple of years. And there's always theories that are being proven wrong. More theories are being proven wrong than proven right about you and your healthcare. And you know what? You're the one, we are the ones that have to live with this every day. Now, obviously there needs to be some kind of trade-off because people do need care. But it still goes back to me that if we are that vulnerable, you know, as a species, we would have ceased to exist. I'm one of those firm believers that if you give your body the tools, it knows what to do. And the more that people meddle with that, the worse off we are. You know, it's like, does chronic drinking, like, is that good? You know, it's funny, I was reading this article that National Geographic put out yesterday. And this is something that doctors tote. I've heard them. It's like, you know, women, the there's been an increase in, like, an increase in poor health outcomes, more disease for women, the more that the number of women And the amount that they are catch up with drinking with men. Seems like alcohol may have a slightly less detrimental effect on men. And it's like, okay, so they suggest 
and it's not National Geographic, wherever they're pulling this information from, you know, doctors and scientists, scientists, and then I guess trickled down to doctors. And it's like, we, we encourage women to only have one drink a day. And it's like, what the fuck? Like in 2023, you're still encouraging people that they can drink once a day. And you don't think that that is fucking bad. Like the underlying amount of inflammation, the, the knowing that alcohol statistically makes you about 20% more depressed and fuck it. Say that number's wrong. Say it's 10%. Say it's 5%. Why do you want a little bit more of a monkey on your back? Now you're going to tell me that if somebody is drinking every day, that there's not a few of those days during the week when they say fuck it and have more than that one. And the amount of inflammation that that causes and then, you know, all the trickle down effect of the shitty snacks and shitty food they may eat or the other things that they may do that are detrimental to the health when you have convinced yourself that drinking one drink a day is healthy. Like this is still in 2023 the advice that we're getting. So on top of just being experimental test subjects for whatever the whim is of the day of doctors and scientists thinking that they know how to be able to course correct our bodies. Because again, in biology, there's always a trade-off, always. There's always cause and effect, effect and then cause. There's always. So that's the part that we don't really quite understand is the, 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 the biological trade-off of being held hostage just to popular belief of the day. Now, after watching Painkiller, which is, I haven't binge watched a show in years, but man, is that a fucking show about Purdue Pharma and the Sackler family. Like, Jesus Christ. You realize not only how these companies, and again, it's not just Purdue Pharma that's in this category. So you're seeing the same thing going on with the COVID vaccine right now. You're seeing the same thing going on with fentanyl. You see the same thing has gone on with so many different drugs that have been widely prescribed to people that these companies are ultra nefarious. They don't publish great data. They only publish the data that skews people's opinions in their favor. This goes through FDA approval. The doctor who's there to approve this doesn't want to approve it because he thinks the science is shit. Goes with Purdue Pharma for three days in a hotel. Ironically approves it. And then a year later works for Purdue Pharma. Well, that's pretty fucking interesting. Then you have politicians who are widely criticizing this publicly after things start to go wrong. And then, ironically, they start working for Purdue Pharma. You have these salespeople who know that they're doing wrong and convincing these doctors because they're hot young girls, fresh out of college, fucking dime piece bodies, super fucking hot, willing to fuck these doctors, willing to break themselves morally just to be able to get them to prescribe more of this pill that they get paid a commission on. These doctors who know they're doing it wrong, but want to fuck these young hot chicks and can clearly see the lines. And in this case, you even have doctors who people are protesting outside of their practice, throwing shit at them, knowing they're killing people, but doing it anyway, because these hot young girls walk through the door 
and they get an opportunity to try to fuck them. Like this is this is this is the dirty fucking secret of medicine. And then you want me to walk in your fucking door and wholeheartedly and blindly respect and value everything you say. When for one, doctors don't even stay current with the research and science that's out there because they're overworked and they can't. But then you have these skewed fucking opinions. Like look at statins when they say there's not even any real relevant evidence saying that statins are effective. But yet doctors widely fucking prescribe them because they're so indoctrinated saying, oh, you know, high cholesterol equals statin, stat, quick, go, write prescription, go fast, fill it. You know what? No, like it, that's been debunked. It's been refuted. Look at SSRIs, you know, being said that they're a, a chemical imbalance in the brain. Well, you know what we found out? No, it's not. It absolutely is not. You know what we found out about those dementia and Alzheimer's medications? Yeah, that those facts were falsified. Those drugs don't work. Think of how many millions or tens of millions of people who took dementia or Alzheimer's drugs, you know, based on falsified information. Yeah, that didn't work. You know, when sugar got promoted and, you know, saturated fat, something that's healthy for you, got demonized. Yeah, you know what we found out? That those three Harvard scientists got paid $50,000 to be able to fake those results and demonize saturated fat and say that sugar's not bad. You know, these are the things that we know. And it's fucking astonishing to me that people still refuse to admit, still to this day refuse to admit that this system of fucking healthcare is garbage, is absolute garbage. Like, how can people not even open up their mind? Like, watching the the docu-series Painkillers and seeing that even if fucking 60% of that shit is true. Like, it's unbelievable. And to think that this is only happening with Oxycontins is not. This exact same thing just happened with the COVID vaccine. This exact same thing is happening with fentanyl right now. Because it goes back to, like, this OxyContin thing. They should have never, never have been approved in the first place. And only because some guy got bought off in a hotel room that nobody knows what was said. Nobody knows. But would not approve this drug, these OxyContins. Then they spent three days in a hotel room. Then ironically, a year later, this motherfucker's making like almost a half a million American dollars a year working for the company that where he thought that their evidence wasn't sufficient enough to be able to get that drug approved. But then when he's financially benefiting for it, well, now, now we're talking. Now the science is there, right? Follow the money. That's what people always say, follow the money. Like it's, it's unbelievable. But then you say to these same fucking people, it's like, yo, like go have an ice bath. Look at all these physiological benefits. The reduction of inflammation, the the easier to be able to relieve pain naturally in the body. To get brown fat cells fired up and you know, getting that mitochondria inside those brown fat cells functioning properly. You know, releasing more feel-good chemicals into the body, that norepinephrine. Never mind 
environmental hormesis is just absolutely critical for us of being able to adapt quickly to environments. Go sit in the sauna. Again, reduce inflammation. Get that dynorphin flowing through the body. Sweat out all of the shit. You know, get adapted to the environment, environmental hormesis again. Never mind like the the multitude of other things that these two environments create. Go be physically active. Go fucking eat healthy. Go grow some vegetables and simply smell them. You know, I picked a bunch of cucumbers, carrots, and peas down at the farm yesterday. And just smelling those carrots, the combination between the dirt and the carrot itself. It's just, I I don't even eat vegetables and goddamn that makes me want to eat some. You know, spending the the overnight in the backcountry on the top of the mountain, knowing that you're in the on the tallest mountain in the Cascades, drinking water that's supplied by directly from the snow above, seeing the trees, hearing the wind, feeling that that breeze on your body, on your skin, feeling the sun, you know, sun tanning in a in a meadow on top of a mountain for hours to be able to replenish your vitamin D stores. These are the things that our body is physiologically morphed into now, uh, having ability to be able to course correct itself because you're giving your body the tools it needs to do so because over hundreds of thousands of years, we've evolved of having physiological responses that if you do things like these, Cold, hot, sun, environment, food. If you do these things, your body has the tools to be able to course correct. So if you haven't watched the docuseries Painkillers, if you don't get sucked in after that first episode, God help you, you have your fucking head in the sand. I highly suggest that anybody watch that docuseries because it'll blow your fucking mind. 